Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. We recorded this past episode before we came up with what is maybe our greatest idea ever. And we just wanted to do a commercial for ourselves. Yes. To cue you into it. Yes. So we're recording this. Uh, we're also sending this directly to Shark Tank. Yes. We need $5 million to do this. Yes. It's already done, but why not get it? If... You liked the Uncle Chainsaw bit from our last episode, and we will talk about it in a minute as well with an update, so stay tuned. If you want to keep track of which uncle is coming to camp on which day of the week... And Lord knows you do. You can download and add to whatever calendar app you are using the Uncle Chainsaw Google Calendar, which will tell you which uncle is coming which day of the week. All you have to do is go to beingearnestpod.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, and there are instructions on how to do it. Um, we hope you enjoy. We came up with this idea in a fever dream, and we would love that uh, you may like it. So anyway, enjoy the episode. Bye. If you could be anything, why not be So, Paula, I have an update on our good friend, Uncle Chainsaw. Uncle Chainsaw! Uncle Chainsaw, the most beautiful, perfect child to ever walk this earth. If you don't know who Uncle Chainsaw is... Get with the program, honey. Yes, this is the only episode that requires you... To have previous knowledge of other episodes that we've done. It's kind of a choose your own adventure with one path. Exactly. It's like a sitcom where every episode is discreet in and of itself, but there's kind of like That's a macro a plot. Analogy. <laughs> the only thing I was like, I can't think of another thing that you have to know what happened before. Before we get to Uncle Chainsaw here, Paula, a choose your own adventure novel with only one one outcome. It's just it was, a novel. It it's just a novel. Analogy. It's and, but at the at the bottom of each page in the novel, it's like it's it's a classic novel. It's Milton, but at the bottom of every page of Paradise Lost, it just says, "Turn to the next page to find out what happens." <laughs> oh God! Anyway, Uncle Chainsaw, as longtime listeners will remember, is a camper uh, at my brother's. Summer camp. Camp being earnest. Camp being earnest. And he is eight or nine years old, and he has decided that he does not want to be called by his given name. He wants to be called Uncle Chainsaw on Mondays and Tuesdays. Wednesdays, it's Uncle Barbecue. Thursdays, it's back to Uncle Chainsaw. Friday, it is Uncle Camping Earnest. Josh, why are you telling the listeners this when they've all already added it to their Google calendars? <laughs> exactly. I assume that everyone has a recurring weekly invite yes. for all of these. They wake up, they look at their they look at their calendar, they go, "Oh my gosh, I got yoga. I got dinner." And I have to do that as Uncle Chainsaw and today. I guess it's Uncle <laughs> Chainsaw Day. So, Paula, I have a couple updates oh from our gosh. last recording. Thank First goodness. and foremost, I want to show you a picture of Uncle Chainsaw. And I will describe him to the listeners. Yes. Yes. We will not be posting this photo because, no. again, it is probably illegal for Even us though to do Josh that. and I have legally adopted this child. You're stealing him from his parents. Yes. <gasps> okay. So, he's so cute. Listeners uh, and Josh, I will describe him. Uh, close your eyes. Eyes are closed. Now open your eyes. Did you picture the cutest kid of all time? I did. That's him. I did. Um, so last Wednesday and Uncle Barbecue Day, uh, he could not make it. He could not. Uncle Barbecue could not make it. And a different uncle appeared to us. His name is Uncle Mouthwind. Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Mouthwind is only there because Uncle Barbecue is at a barbecue party and Uncle Substitute is Uncle, substitute teaching at a summer school. Uncle Barbecue had an alternative barbecue to go to? He had an alternative barbecue Okay, to well, to. I feel like bar- Uncle Barbecue should not be double booking his plans. It's, uh, it's, it's good to be the king. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Uncle Mouthwind is there. The fiction behind Uncle Mouthwind is that he lives in a windmill and he <laughs> creates the wind. What? And he's the first ever uncle. Okay, there's so much to unpack. Uncle M- Uncle Windmouth? Mouthwind. Uncle Mouthwind mm-hmm. has 
way too much power. Yeah, and he's the original uncle. He's the first uncle. So now we have all these uncles on a timeline. <laughs> did he did he somehow birth the other uncles? Unclear, but Unclear. he does create the wind. Uh, and yet he can't get a better house than inside a windmill. Um, it's true, yes. <laughs> Real estate prices are crazy Yeah, right exactly. Now. Well, millennials love windmills. Yeah, Everyone's trying true. to buy a windmill. That's true. <laughs> um, and then one more update. This past Friday... And I'm going to sub in a name here. I'm going. We're going to pretend that Uncle Chainsaw's real name is Josh, Kay. just for the sake of this update. <laughs> so last Friday, my brother asked him who he was, and he deadpan looked him in the eye and just responded, "I'm Josh." What? Who else would I be? Is what he said <gasps> to my brother with a straight freaking face. I have chills. <laughs> Uncle Chainsaw was a dream the whole time. Yeah, exactly. You were there, and you were there. <laughs> we all collectively had a fever dream about Tiny Josh being Uncle Chainsaw. Yeah, something like, it's like how we all thought that, what is it, is it Kazam or Shazam was a movie, one of them doesn't exist? Shazam doesn't exist, but it does exist in an alternative timeline. Welcome to Being <laughs> Earnest, a yes. very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here to give you all of your eight and nine year old camper updates <laughs> every Thank you week. So much. <laughs> Paula, uh, what are we talking about this week? Okay, we're talking about a topic near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean something that is uh, creepy crawly. That was what I was going to say is creepy Ooh, crawly. We're talking about bugs. Bugs, bugs those Ech. little critters. Ech, gross. <laughs> I assume based on your reaction, that you are not a fan of bugs. I'm not a bug girl. Mm. I like the hot bugs. <laughs> um, so I, I would re- be remiss if I didn't ask which are the hot ones. All right, I feel like this is very obvious and it's a shock to me that you have to ask which bugs are hot. Are they hot in terms of like... They're hot bugs. <laughs> Butterflies, hot. Okay. Ladybug, hot. Sure. Grasshoppers, hot. Uh-huh. Crickets, fine. Praying mantis? Um, hot. But like then like the gross, like the ugly bugs would be like mm, anything really small. <laughs> um, anything like with uh, more than f- more than four legs. Uh-huh. Disgusting. Ugly bug. Uh-huh. Um, any bug that I've ever found anywhere near me. Paula, I'm sorry to burst your bubble here for a minute and I can double check this, but I'm pretty sure ladybugs have more than four legs. Yeah, and kind of as I said that, <laughs> as I said that in my head, I was like, "Are bugs four legs?" And I so clearly pictured a like a ladybug with four legs. I actually, it's definitely six insects. I, have I, six they legs. have to have six legs? Yeah, I think that's like insects is actually French for a six legs. Six legs. <laughs> uh, anything that has more than six legs. Okay, got look. it. So you're. Actually, let's go into this. This is going to be my new segment. Oh, <laughs> just because we're here anyway. It's time. Um, it's a double entendre. It's called "What Bugs Ya." What bugs ya? So, in this segment, we are going to talk about, in this case, bugs. And I'm just going to name a couple of bugs. And Paula, I want you to give me a a reaction to how you feel about them. Cat spiders. Ew. Scary. Dung beetles. Ew. <laughs> gross. Millipedes. Ew. Centipedes? Better. <laughs> Better than millipedes? Yeah, but- less legs. <laughs> <laughs> Bed bugs. Oh, absolutely terrible. Horrifying, right? Horrifying. Horrifying. Moths? Fine. Really? Interesting. Yes, because they're very elegant. Mm-hmm. You know, a moth, like, you can just kind of see was probably like a dancer in high school. <laughs> uh-huh. A moth is a butterfly that's lost its dreams? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yes, but bugs are also good. <laughs> bugs can be Look good. Look at me yes. making it earnest. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> bugs good. Well, you're making it positive, not necessarily earnest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are earnestly grossed out by bugs. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of bugs. I think I'm, it really is funny how there are certain bugs that I am totally fine with. And there are other bugs that I'm like, nope, I want nothing to do with this. I don't think there's a bug that's going to make me like do the 40s cliche jump on a 
jump on a chair and be like, kill it, kill it with the fly swatter or like with a, um, like a newspaper. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I don't I, think there's. I mean, I agree with that energy for you, not yeah. for me. But yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Is that is that your go to for most bugs? That's my go to, absolutely. Gotcha. Um, so, kind of, I have a, I have a level. Um, anything above a spider, so anything that's not a spider, um, sometimes I'll pretend like I don't see it. Sure. Sometimes I'll be like, we're sharing this space together right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this but, is how humans used to interact with bugs. Yeah. We're um, animals too. Right, right. And I have a cat running around here somewhere, you know? So we just exist in the same place. Um, but spiders are one of my two biggest fears in the whole wide world. Interesting. Yes, I'm absolutely, I oh, even like the thought of spiders. But there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. There are two moments in my childhood. Number one, everyone knows I grew up in Anchorage. Mm-hmm. And there was a newspaper article. I never had a problem with bugs. And then someone snuck in a black widow in their luggage and it infiltrated Anchorage. Oh my goodness. And I was so scared that I cut that article out of the newspaper and I brought it with me everywhere. No. Paula. I know. Paula. And that is an anxious child. <laughs> what was the efficacy of cutting it out and bringing it with you? Were you trying to spread the good word? Or were you trying to like, were you the person on the corner being like, the end is near. Look at this article. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. Or like when you got bit by the Black Widow and eventually died as a small child, did you want someone to find the article to be like, oh, wow. I mean, this is a tragedy, but at least she knew it was coming. She was well aware. Uh, Josh, do you want my second spider story? Yeah, please. Okay, close your eyes. Open your eyes. So this is this one is family legend, family lore. I cannot say how true it is. Oh, this is a Skaggs original. This is a Skaggs original. Uh, it also could be one of those things that someone told me and then I've got the details mixed up. It doesn't matter. I like sure. it the way it is. Do not correct me. Um, so the true part is my grandma's family owned a chain of grocery stores in St. Paul in the 20s. Cool. I thought you were going to say spider farm. Keep going. They owned a spider farm. <laughs> my whatever it would be, like great-great-uncle, my grandma's uncle, opened a crate of bananas and out-lunged a banana spider, the biggest spider in the world who had been hiding in that crate of bananas from Brazil and got shipped over in the 20s. Bit him in the face. He died. Wait, what? Yes! (laughs) That's not how I thought that was going to end. Yes! Paul, he died? He died. From what? They're from a banana spider bite in the face. <laughs> How? What? This banana spider lives inside a big bunch of bananas. Uh huh. And it was hiding in there. No, I get. The, I, I get. Okay, cool. I you get, get the, the logistics, logistics of, of the it. spider house. Yeah, I get the logistics <laughs> yes. of us. That's that's absurd. Can you imagine explaining that to someone in 1920 St. Paul, Minnesota? Being like, how'd he die? Well, <laughs> a spider in a giant wooden box jumped out and bit him in the face. I feel like in the 1920s, everyone would believe anything. That's true. They weren't as smart as us. Oh, the banana ate him. <laughs> the bananas got him. Yeah. A spider valiantly tried to stop the banana, <laughs> but... Jumped ugh. out and was like, no! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that's how uh, my dad got his middle name. Banana Spider? Dad Banana Spider Skaggs. His first name is Dad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like like Papa Bear from the Berenstein Bears. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Are the Berenstein Bears Jewish or just Jewish adjacent? I always thought that they were Jewish. I always thought they were Jewish too, but they're not because, uh, you know, the Berenstein Bears, half the books are like super, super, super Christian. Interesting. Yes. They chose a they chose a very Jewish last name. <laughs> I guess it would be Berenstein. <laughs> Still, uh, yeah, they were uh, the authors are super Christian, and that's why, like, if you go to a Christian bookstore, from what I've heard, mm. um, there there'll be like a ton of them, and then they have little lessons in there. I mean, I don't know how church works. Maybe they just Me get either. up there and read it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is the church of the Berenstein yeah. Bears. It's just all the stained glass across all of the different parts of the cathedral. This is the tale of when Sister Bear went to market. Yeah, I guess that makes sense when they say sister and brother. You know like, what always got me about those? What? That's how other people referred to them as. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it wasn't like Lisa. 
and then you know then she's at home and she's sister yeah this is literally my this is my point it's the creepiest thing like when someone calls their own spouse mother oh my god Papa Bear was the Berenstein Bears is Mike Pence. Yeah. Oh, God. Hello, Mother Bear. <laughs> I may only look... Uh, I don't feel comfortable being in the same room as any other bear. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders are... I think I'm fine with them. It depends, like... I think it's all about, for me, the, like, leg mass of the spider. Too many legs. It is not... It, well, I get that. But for example, Offensive. like a daddy, like a daddy long legs, I'm fine. Daddy long leg. <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's grosser than any bug we've said today. <laughs> yes, daddy long legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, they're just like, they're on these spindly little stalks. Like, I feel like I can take a daddy long, le- long legs. There is an urban legend, which I have no idea if it's true or not, that the daddy long legs is the most poisonous spider. I've heard that one. But it can't break skin. That feels like the kind of thing where, like in high school, it was an urban legend that everyone has told each other since, like, the 1960s. Like, if you flush all the toilets at the same time, the school will blow up. What? Is this not something you talked about? No. It's It was a whole thing that, like, in high school, if you flush all of the toilets at the same time, the... St- plumbing system can't handle it and it'll flood the school did you guys try it no we didn't i was an honors student who didn't have a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) you yeah i know right it's it's very surprising um so to get back to my original point i could take a daddy long legs yeah you could fight a daddy long legs if you needed to right exactly but like a tarantula they've got some muscle mass on those legs like there's some meat on those legs like, they're a little thick. Josh, you know what I mean? Straight up, a tarantula could walk in here right now, and I would be like, I give up. The tarantula won. <laughs> I've died, and this this bugger's won. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, they're too gross. They're too gross. Do you get, like, and please stop me if this gets too personal, but this is being earnest. Um, if a tarantula or any spider were to walk into this room, what's your reaction to it? Like, what is your involuntary reaction? Do you freeze up? Are you like, are you screaming? Are you trying to attack it? Are you running away as far as you can in the room? I would climb, you know, now that I'm saying it out loud, foolishly, climb to the highest surface. (laughs) (laughs) Thus trapping me (laughs) and luring me to where only a spider could reach. Yeah, because the spiders can go on the walls. Yes, I would would definitely jump up on something and start screaming for you to kill it. Sure, sure, sure. Is there any scenario in which you'd be okay with a spider? Absolutely not. Like, let me me give you a couple hypotheticals. All right, toss them here. He has a top hat. Kill him. Like a tiny little top hat. Kill him. Tiny little top hat and monocle. Kill him. What is this? My prom date from junior year? (laughs) (laughs) Every leg also has a cane. Kill him. Definitely kill him. He's definitely my prom date from junior year. (laughs) He is wearing an Impractical Joker shirt, a custom one that has eight different armholes. All right, now me and the spider can maybe chat. (laughs) Maybe I kind of want to know the spider's favorite uh, sal punishment, you know? What are you doing if you see a spider? Are you remaining calm? You know, I don't even know. I, I would Let's like to... Let's find out. <laughs> Open the door. Yeah. Bring them in. Oh, no. <laughs> Truckloads of spiders. Yeah. You know what my favorite bug is? VW slug bug. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe like a good idea would come into my head, but it didn't. It's just the VW, the VW beetle? Yeah. The car? Mm-hmm. I just added, I put that on the list of things to talk about in the bug episode. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. Did you, and I assume the answer is going to be yes, and I haven't thought about this in years, but punch buggy, no punch bags. The hell is punch bug? It's slug bug. It's It's, slug bug, no slug bags. Oh no, it's punch buggy, no punch Punch bags. Punch buggy? Punch buggy, no punch Punch bags. Punch buggy sounds like the name of some horrible hipster cocktail that you would get for $17.99. But it's on tap and it's pre-mixed, Paula. And there's kombucha in it, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it. But a slug bug. A slug bug. Because you slug them and it rhymes with bug. But it's so gross. It's it's wet. Like slug a punch bug. buggy. You just punch someone. A slug bug. Okay, punch bug is not a thing. Neither is a... S- okay, I'm gonna... I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. But all I can think of is like a banana slug. Good. 
That's gross. It just feels like slug bug. Slug bug sounds like you're giving someone a wet willy it's, instead. I get that it's like 20 slang for punching someone, but like. It's ugh. cute. Punch buggy to me feels embarrassing. So does slug bug. No, slug bug is cute. And actually, I'm going to name my dog that. Yeah, well, I'm going to name my first child punch buggy. Oh, God. <laughs> Listeners. If this is if you agree with us, please sound off in the comments or write a review. Please Just like let it us and subscribe. No, but like actually please let us know because this feels like one of those regional things. Like, for example, what do you call um Paula, what do you call if you saw another car, you're on the road, and it's got one headlight out? What is that called? Car. No, is there a game that you oh, would play? Padiddle. Padiddle, yes. Yeah. So it's both it's padiddle for both of us. Yeah. But this seems like a very specific regional thing. And one of those things where there might be lots and lots of different words for it, like sneakers and tennis shoes and gym shoes and trainers and things like that. So I would love to know if other people have a name for the game that you would play when a VW Beetle would would drive by you and you'd yell something out and punch your friends or siblings. (laughs) Um, well, let's. What if we? What if we do this? What if we bridge the gap and we come up with our own? Oh yes, uh, being earnest, a ridge. Yes, yes, yes. So, what are words for punch? Um, hit. Oh, you know, and the thing is, it doesn't have to be physical because maybe violence isn't cool. Yeah, maybe it's just emotional. Maybe it's like, uh, <laughs> maybe it's like slug bug play a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> slug bug write a review. <laughs> slug bug like, rate, and subscribe. What if you yell, inspect insect, and you have to get as, make binocular, I'm, I don't know that I like this. No, I like it. So you make binocular hands over your eyes, and you get as close as you can to the person next to you, like you're inspecting them. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Or it's you, a lot, of, it's kind of hard to say quickly, though. Or you inspect insect, and then you pull over the car, <laughs> you, you, you pull out a fake cop light, uh-huh. you put it on top. You get behind the bug, you go, pull over. (laughs) And then you search their car, and you get to pick one present from their car. From the car. (laughs) Yes. And it's not stealing because you yelled inspect insect. (laughs) And it could be anything in the car or on the body of the person. Oh, okay. I got one. Mm -hmm. Bug mug. Uh Uh-huh. You got to pull over and get a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) This feels like it could... Seriously, hinder your ability to get anywhere. <laughs> Every time you see a slug bug, you got to say bug mug. I know we've been joking, but I got a really cute one. All right. Hug bug. You have to hug the car? Make <laughs> you hug whoever's in the car with you. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's real it's cutesy. Or, or problematic. <laughs> or problematic. How about weedle beetle? Now, what could weedle beetle be? You turn to someone and you interrogate them until you get a deep, dark secret from them. You just keep wheedling yes. into their brain. And then you tweet it on their account. They yeah. got to give you their Tweedle phone. Beetle. Tweedle Tweedle Beetle! We did it! Okay, so you see, you, see a, you see a slug bug and you go, Tweedle Beetle. Punch buggy. Yeah, and that person has to give you their phone. They have to give you access to Twitter. You get to tweet anything you want on their account. And they can't delete it for 12 hours. But you have to tag being earnest at being earnest pod or hashtag being earnest or preferably both in the tweet. This is your challenge. Our dear listeners are Ernie's and Bert's. Yes. Lure someone into a car with you. Lock the doors. (laughs) Get their phone. Access their passcode. And virally spread the word about our podcast. (laughs) Paula. Hey, Josh. Guess what time it is? We're going to the Haiku Hotel. You think that's a guitar riff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'll layer it over it in, yeah. in post. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could layer absolutely. something over it. Get a karaoke track. Is it weird to you when I do a guitar riff with my mouth? Does it sound just like a normal guitar riff? You know, as someone who did college acapella, which is like the major leagues of acapella, I'm really kind of shocked that you weren't... Recruited? Yeah, yeah. Was that a harp? No, that was my mouth. Welcome to the Haiku Hotel, where we check out the latest and greatest from Craigslist's 
haiku hotel section. This is the most important thing. If you're not familiar, it is the most important thing on the internet. Every day, the I was going to say good people at Craigslist, but we'll just say the people at Craigslist <laughs> um, are doing crazy things all over. But the good people of the Haiku Hotel uh, put out a challenge each and every day, and they all submit little haikus. And I know we say this every time. These are beautiful people. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Let them be. <laughs> if you would like to join this, if this is your thing, then we're all for join. that. Please but join. also, like, do not muddy the waters. This is a perfect, perfect you community. Do not muddy their waters. <laughs> Relevant to our episode, kind of, today's topic was actually lightning. Lightning bugs, somewhat relevant. So, uh, Paula, do you have one a haiku that you'd like to share with? all of the listenership. I do want to give the listeners a heads up that one of the most beautiful things about Haiku Hotel is how uh, it's mostly they're blatantly not haikus. Sure. It is mostly uh, a couple words. Yeah, it's short. <laughs> That's the only... <laughs> we've redefined what a haiku is as a short couple of words. <laughs> words. All right. This one is called Lightning Strikes the Ground. Blinding flash. Tremendous sounds. Fulgurites are formed. HTTPS colon slash slash en dot wikipedia dot org slash wiki slash fulgurite. End. <laughs> what does that go to? Well, it brings you to the Wikipedia page for fulgurites. For which, what rights? Um, well, I'm probably saying this long, but it is from the Latin fulgur, meaning lightning. They are natural tubes, clumps, or masses of sintered, vitrified, and or fused soil, sand, rock, organic debris, and sediments. Basically, it is like a clump that happens uh, when lightning strikes the ground. Oh, so like in the movie Sweet Home Alabama, where the lightning strikes the beach and it makes beach glass, and that's the whole prelude for the entire movie, and that the whole themes in the movie were all about glass. Uh-huh. I really thought Matthew McConaughey was in that movie. He's not. Ma- Matthew McConaughey's in Sweet Home Alabama. He's not. Yeah. No, he isn't. It's a different dude. No, I... I I've had the... No, let's... Hold on. I'm going to put him on the phone. Beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. Hi, Matthew. All right, all right, all right. Hey, I have a question for you, Matthew. Yeah, sure. Hit me. Um, What was that like being in Sweet Home Alabama? Time is a flat circle. Okay, I think that was a pretty bad... And uh, I was not in Sweet Home Alabama. That was Josh Lucas, not me. No, you're <laughs> pranking me again, Matthew. No, I was in other movies at that time and period. I think I was in maybe Made in Manhattan or other rom-coms All at right. that time. But that was definitely Josh Lucas. I don't think and so, Josh Matthew. Josh Linden gets this confused every time. I'm glad to hear that someone else does it, too. No, Matthew. We'll, we'll talk about this on brunch on Sunday. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Sorry, that was my cousin Matthew. <laughs> Paula, I found one that's actually a haiku. Oh, so you Googled haiku and it was not in Haiku to Hotel? No, it's in Haiku Hotel. What is it? Where camping dogs lie, cuddled up right next to me through the thunderstorm. I don't like it as much. It's, this is beautiful I mean, and beautiful. wonderful. It kind of lacks the, the, I guess I would say the je ne sais quoi, but really that I do know what the quoi is. <laughs> and the quoi is a blatant disregard for the rules of the ancient form of the haiku. Mm-hmm. I got one more. Lightning in a bottle. No and no. Just fireflies. Thank you. All right, Josh, I have a question for you. Hit me. Okay, well, let's... What movie was that? Um, Made in Manhattan. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's say, ring, ring, you're looking for a roommate. Mm-hmm. Several applicants. Sure. They're all bugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which kind of bug do you think would make the best roommate? Oh, man. Oh, wow. I feel like at this point in my life... Mm-hmm. Being a single heterosexual man in my late twenties, mm-hmm. a male praying mantis would be pretty dope, right? Like they seem like they get into like cool shit, but it's like it's a little destructive because the second they 
mate, they get their heads cut off. Here's what I'm worried about. I sure. like that energy for you, but here's what I'm worried about. Sure. A praying mantis is going to have no regard to what's your food and what's their food. Oh, f- sure. Totally. A male praying mantis is absolutely going in. He's eating whatever it is he wants to eat. Mm-hmm. Number two. Sure. I have two words for you. Amateur drummer. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. bringing it. He's going to go. Actually, did I ever tell you I played the drums in high school? And you're like, I don't think he did. And he's just in there banging on those drums all night. What's that song? It's like, bang on the drum all day is the lyric. I'm just a little praying mantis and I like to bang on drums. (laughs) That's the one. one. (laughs) Yeah, that one. That's the one. You bring up really good points. Yeah. You bring up really good points. Thank you. I used to live with one. Oh, well, you know, speak from experience. (laughs) You know what I mean? Paula, do you have an answer to this? Who would be your roommate? Yes, I do have an answer. Cool. Big ass moth. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Quiet. Yes, definitely. Quiet. Not, not mean though. Mm -hmm. Quiet, nice, minding my own business. We don't have the same friends. I'm not going out and I have to be like, hey moth, we're going to go. Do you want to come out? I don't, we don't have that conversation. Sure, because the moth is going to stay in. She's going to stay in. She's going to work on our fan fiction. Yeah. Do you think that the moth potentially... Tries on my clothes when I'm not there? Yeah, Yeah, and then eats them. (laughs) Oh. See, also, you can't have wool. Well, I'm not wearing wool. Sure. I'm sorry. You only wear velour. I forgot. Thank you. Do you not notice I'm covered in it right now? Yes. This 95 degree day, I'm just covered in velour. It is a nice tracksuit, though. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like the moth, though, is going to be like, yeah, I'd rather be inside. But there's a part of the moth that as you're walking out, getting into your Lyft or Uber or scooter or whatever Mm -hmm. means. In this world, I definitely drive a scooter. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You have a Vespa. Yes. Beep, beep. The moth goes up against the window and just for a moment touches a proboscis oh. to the window, just thinking, maybe one day. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is very sad. So moth has gone out the window. We need a new roommate. Yeah, we need a new roommate. Need I need a new roommate too. Oh God, okay. All right, let me put this out there. Cockroach. You know what you're getting. Yeah, and it's not like the cockroach is going anywhere. Like mm-hmm. you can... Set your watch by that cockroach being yeah. there. Yeah. Cockroach like is really, I mean, he's sitting on the couch drinking a beer, not wearing a shirt. Yeah. Like you have to give up the ability for anyone to come over to your apartment. Yeah. But at the same time, cockroach is never going to break the lease. Yeah. Cockroach pays on time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, got to yeah. say that for cockroach. Yeah. And cockroach exactly. splurges. Cockroach pays the extra for the super fast internet because mm-hmm. it means more to him. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It does because he needs his HD videos. Yes. He loves HD videos and he's really into one of those games. I will say he probably is into impractical jokers. Okay. That's actually offensive to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'm thinking about is what if I had a small colony of ants? Okay, so several roommates. Yeah, because they're really strong. Mm-hmm. They can help out with chores. Mm-hmm. They are generally, you know, they're not going to hurt you. I don't want like fire ants. I don't want anything like that. They're just kind of, they're going to punch in. They're going to punch out. They're just going to do their job at the end of the day. Yeah, but the problem is the number of them. Yeah, but they shall stay in a line. You know where they're going to be. <sighs> Stealing your food again. Mm-hmm. I feel like to me the correct answer is cockroach. Caterpillar. Okay, cute. Yeah. Cute bug. Uh-huh. Especially the furry kind. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then turns into a butterfly. I do not need there. that kind of mess. I'm already messy. I don't need that kind of mess. Do you remember when you were little? Did your elementary school ever do that thing where it got the box and then it had the caterpillars and they turned into Butterflies? Oh, for sure. Do you remember that? I do. I remember also we went to the butterfly sanctuary at least four times throughout elementary school. What is a butterfly sanctuary? It's like a greenhouse, but full of butterflies. Okay, must be nice to have not grown up in a frozen tundra. (laughs) Yeah, we had indoor butterflies in a greenhouse. (laughs) I did actually, when I was little, 
we lived in California and there is a migration of monarch butterflies that goes through one part of California and stops every year. And it's thousands upon thousands of monarch butterflies. And it just, they cover all of the trees. They cover everything in sight. There's not really a joke here. I just, it was really pretty amazing. It was just really cool. Things are not funny. They're just very cool. Did you see it? I did. I went in person once. It's one of my earliest memories while still being like, I remember being little, but being like, this is cool. Like I will one day talk about this on my podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A, I've invented podcasts in my brain. B, I knew I couldn't do it alone. So I had to call my friend Paula. I don't know anyone (laughs) named Paula. (laughs) One day you'll meet her. Yeah, exactly. It's, it was faded. So I don't super love bugs in general. No. Right? Good thing we picked this for our podcast topic. I I know, right? But how cool would it be to have an exoskeleton? Okay, go on. Pitch me on this idea. Imagine your your bones on the outside. Ew. I guess it's not bones. It's like, imagine Mm. you're like, I guess it's like a sausage. You're a sausage now. And you've got a chitin casing around it. And you've just got like, you're wearing armor. You're like a... Like a knight in shining armor, but the shining armor is just like the kind of material that your fingernails are made out of, kind Ew. of. <laughs> Does everyone else have this, or am I the only one with it? Everyone has it. Oh, okay. Then then I guess it's better. But really, the only benefit is like if I hit stuff, I'm okay? Yeah, I think so. Or if, or if stuff hits you. So you're telling me you are looking at all the superpowers bugs have. Sure. You are looking at flight Mm -hmm. you're looking at several legs sure you're looking at um super strength super strength you're looking at um you know the ability to dig a little hole Uh uh-huh and you're saying the power you want bones on the outside yeah i want bones on the outside no that's the worst one (laughs) it's not at all it's like wearing armor but what what when do you need armor what are you doing I almost got hit on my bike yesterday. I almost got doored while I was biking in Chicago. What happened? Uh, A utility van uh, (gasps) opened its door and then said, sorry, after I had biked by very quickly. What did you say when you biked by? You know, in those moments, here's the problem. I like to think that I'm going to come up with some witty retort or even just swear or say something mean or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in those like fight or flight moments, the only thing I can do is either say absolutely nothing or just make weird like "Ah, ah, uh," sounds. I can't vocalize what I'm actually feeling if I am in danger in that moment. Okay, so let's try something. Let's think of a witty retort for you to say. Sure, sure. If that was to ever happen again, which God forbid, I hope it doesn't. I don't, I, I also don't think, I also hope it isn't going to happen, but who knows? For those of you in Chicago, it's it's dangerous biking in Ravenswood. There's a lot of families and a lot of people who aren't watching. Okay, so what's something you could say? How about, um, don't you glad I, <laughs> I didn't d- hit me? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how absolutely... Don't you glad I didn't say banana? Because <laughs> it's a joke on that joke. <laughs> Can you... Can you imagine how absolutely <laughs> terrifying that would be? First off, you're the driver. You open, you fling open the car door. You almost hit somebody. You, you, your heart is also pounding. Yeah, sure. They look you <laughs> dead in the eye. The most serious look on their face. And they just go. Aren't you glad you didn't hit me, <laughs> banana? <laughs> you would... If you almost hit someone with your door, you will think about it for the next hour or so, and then you will forget. Yeah. But if they pass you and say, don't you glad you didn't hit me? I think that's I the thing. I would think about that every moment for the rest of my life. Yeah, I guess you want to make it count at the end of the day. It's not so much about, it's the action, but it's also the hauntingness. Because it's like, because I guess you sit there and you're like, is it a pun? Is it a pun? Is it a joke? Is there something I'm missing? coming out of my eyes. You sit down at dinner and you go, the weirdest thing. Hey, hey hon. Hey, hon. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start this story. Yeah. And it's going to sound... <laughs> Look, it's going to sound, I, I don't like what happened at the beginning here. Like, I almost I almost hit someone with my utility van door. It was very scary. <gasps> what? I know. I know. It's the third time this week. Oh, my God. We got to take the doors off. <laughs> I know. I've been telling them for years, UPS can do it. Why can't we? But this this guy, <laughs> I don't know. He had, 
it looked like he was wearing sunglasses, but they were probably prescription. <laughs> and he was riding a bright yellow bike, and I almost hit him. And he just <laughs> looked me dead in the eyes of my soul and said, Don't you glad you didn't hit me? Do you, is there. It's, I can't even keep going with the <laughs> I can't keep going with the bed. Aren't you glad you didn't hit me? Because <laughs> that guy would be thinking for the rest of his life. Did he say "aren't you"? And I just heard "aren't you." He hit the D really hard. <laughs> he had a leaflet. He threw it as he did, and it just in Microsoft Paint script. It just said "aren't you glad." It didn't really translate to writing. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think an exoskeleton would be really useful in that situation because. <laughs> okay, Josh, since this is the bug episode, mm-hmm. we simply must talk about stomach bugs. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. We probably need to put a disclaimer at some point on this. So, like, if you have a sensitive stomach, you might want to fast forward, I don't know, five minutes, something like that. Well, so here's the thing with stomach bugs. Zombies. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I guess that's where immediately my brain went I, with this one. See, I was going to talk about how in Chinese there is a word for when you are you have a stomach bug and it is you are both throwing up and throwing up. That's vile. Yeah. That's vile. But zombies, sure. Let's talk about well, zombies. Well, so zombies, because like most likely what's going to cause it is going to be some sort of bug. A virus. A virus. Something. Yeah, yes. yeah, this is true. So look, the, the path's easily connected there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Do you, I definitely have that thought anytime I have a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. So I hate throwing up. I hate throwing up more than anything in and the And I universe. text you about it all the time. You did. Literally last week, you were like, I'm throwing up. We can't record. <laughs> um, but every time I have a stomach bug, there is two thoughts that go through my mind. One of which is like, just end it all right now. <laughs> There's nothing. I yes. I would like this. I want the sweet release of death yes. in this one moment. Anytime I'm sick, I'm like, this is the end. Mm-hmm. And then the second thought is, well, if that happens, what, am I the beginning of an apocalypse? Am I the beginning oh, of a zombie apocalypse? Zero? Am I patient zero? Can you imagine? And then I'm stuck hosting a podcast with Patient Zero. I know. See, the problem is... I'd have to get a, you, why do you have to get one of those suits? Yeah, you would. You would, and you'd chain me up. Yeah. And <laughs> you'd just be like... Arr, arr, and I'm like, yes, that's right. This week's topic is mouthwash. <laughs> like, I'll never use it. So the podcast would still be the same. It would be the saying. same. Yeah. I imagine that as a zombie, I would be just as uptight as I am now. Yes. I love... Zombie acapella... <laughs> That's a great, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, th- yeah, we only do Monster Mash is the <laughs> only song that we sing. Honestly, I'm not, su- I'm surprised that there isn't a zombie acapella group already. Okay, dips, 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 We got dips, it, dips, zombie acapella is ours. We're doing it, we're the podcast, we're doing this. Yep. Well, zombies had their moment. Mm-hmm. So if it was ever going to happen, it's done. Yeah, it's over. It's over. We could be called the singing dead. Okay, this is so cute. This is so adorable. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> For the longest time. <laughs> you guys are still doing Billy Joel. <laughs> it's still all this red, the standards. <laughs> what would the um, what would the like uh, the the beatboxer be like? I, I, I don't. I think that's the only thing is your jaw would fall off if you had a. Yeah, that's you, true. That's true. So it just it just still be like one earnest college student who's yeah. doing fine. It would just be like, okay. So let's say zombie apocalypse. There is a bug. Look, I'm tying it to the topic. There is a bug. It's starting now. What do we grab? What do you and I grab? So I started daily harvest today. 
which is a smoothie company. Okay, so you're grabbing your smoothie. Yeah, I know, and I'm grabbing a cooler because like I paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> it's not so much that they're like I think that they're gonna keep really well, though they yeah. keep for a fair amount of time. Like I just I put a lot of money into it, even with the coupon code for the referral. So we have to go back to your apartment. Yeah. And we have to bring a cooler. Yeah. We've got to find out. And I don't own a cooler, so we have to go to a Target and one. get a cooler. <laughs> we have to go to a Target. Everyone else is frantically running. They're grabbing, I don't know, swords. Pitchforks. <laughs> all that stuff. All that kind And of then stuff. you and I are like, we got to get a cooler. And I think I want to get one of those to-go cups for me to have a smoothie. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But one of those ones, like a swell water yes. bottle, so it keeps it cold. We're just genuinely <laughs> shopping. I'm like, do you know what? I could use a new top for work. <laughs> Everyone else is running, running, Yeah, because I st- am going to still have to go to work. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, at it. least I'll have to Skype in for meetings sometimes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know. Just because... You can't go into the office doesn't mean you can't work in the 21st century. Am I right? Remote offices. Hey, capitalism doesn't die. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> capitalism Honestly, beats on forever. Capitalism is probably doing great with zombies. <laughs> it only brings up demand for certain That's resources. A That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. So we're going to Target. We're getting stuff for you to carry your smoothies. Yeah. And honestly, like, you can't go to Target and not go to the $1, $3 aisle. You know what I mean? Oh, Whereas, we should like, get some notepads. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, chip yeah. clips. Oh, let's get some chip clips. Because, I mean, if we're going to have to eat a lot of chips, I want I don't want them to go stale. Where are we going to get chips? We Target. forgot to grab them. Oh, no. Turn, it, turn this car around. Turn the car around. Well, neither one of us has a car. Oh, God. So we're taking your bike. And I don't like to pedal. <laughs> you can just I'm jump on the spokes right now. <laughs> I think being patient zero, also like being the first zombie, mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Also, you're not. I, I I imagine that when you become a zombie, you lose all memory, sure, of your past life, right? Well, one would hope, but maybe not. <laughs> oh God, what what fresh hell would that be? You're like, I can't stop this, but I do know what's happening. I am a passenger oh, in my no. own. <laughs> I like Steve. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, imagine, like, you're patient zero, but you don't get any of the notoriety. Afterwards, you get none of the attention. And you know I'm only doing things for attention. Yeah, right. I mean, why else have a podcast? So so I'm patient zero. Uh-huh. I get no attention? And every major news outlet was like, Paula Skaggs, patient zero. Okay. And shows a side-by-side picture of you now. All right. And you as a zombie. Okay. And there's lots of attention around Paula Skaggs. All the history books, assuming we survive it, will talk about patient zero, Paula Skaggs. Okay, and how she kind of willed herself into it. <laughs> she goes, well, I'll do anything well, for attention. How she broke into a FEMA camp in order yes. to try and, and, and took all of the biohazard material and just drank it yes, all. Yes, I said, give me that attention. Yes. I think that's going to do it for that's us. That's going to do it for us. Let's end on our favorite segment, though. Imatwa. Imatwa. Earnest moment of the week. Josh, do you have one? I do have an earnest moment of the week. I was in a rideshare earlier this week, and we had the windows down because it's nice in Chicago, finally. It's finally so nice. So windows were down. We're cruising down Western Avenue, a major north-south thoroughfare in the city of Chicago. And there is a dude in the car next to me, also windows down. He's alone in his car. He's got the sunroof open, I'm pretty sure. He's chilling. We're chilling. We're stopped at a stoplight. And he is belting at the top of his lungs through every single song that is coming on the radio. Which songs? I'm not sure because he was not on key at all. It was so clearly off key to some like R&B jam. But I loved that energy for him. It was so wonderful. I love that. Paula, did you have a... An earnest moment of the week? I do. Um, so this weekend I went to Milwaukee. Ooh. And while we the were walk. there, the walk. Uh, we went to a um karaoke bar mm-hmm. very late at night. And we did not get to go up because the same 
three people were going up. Uh-huh. But they were singing songs that no, truly no one had ever heard before. Fun. And it was the most earnest thing I've ever seen oh. because they would get up there and go, all right, here we go. And then it would start and no one knew it, but they were loving it. That's amazing. It was very precious and very sweet. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to talk about this at some future point about whether karaoke is for you or is for the audience. For the audience. But <laughs> I agree. it was a very sweet, uh, it was a very sweet thing because they were all middle-aged, older people. And Were I these think, English songs? Yes. Like songs in English? Yes. Uh, but I'm not convinced that they weren't songs that they recorded. <laughs> They then, created a karaoke MIDI track and they submitted it. They yes. slipped the guy a hundred and we're like, just keep them coming. Put them on my tab. Put them on my tab, buddy. As always, we want to thank some people who helped make this podcast happen. Our logo is by Ryan Cruz. She's at RB Cruiser. She's been doing a very funny thing this week where she's been making fake New Yorker comics. Yes, they're very good. They're so good. They're very Check fun. them out. Uh, also, theme song by Dylan Dutch. You can find him on Twitter at Dylan Dutch. That's D-O-E-T-C-H is how you spell his last name. Um, not Deutsch and not like the Netherlands. You'll find it. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, we love you. Uh, if you have a second to rate and review us on iTunes or podcast, whatever it's called. Um, iTunes is dead. Podcast is now. Long live podcast. Um, that would be so helpful. Those kind of things really, really, really make a difference uh, in getting other people to get the word out. Uh, tell a friend if you like us. Tell an enemy if you don't. We say it really helps. It actually really does help. Like the yes. metrics are actually based on reviews and Ooh, and on uh, and ratings. So we would we would really it is really helpful. It's probably the best thing you can do is do that or tell a friend, like Paula said. And I guess until. Next week, don't you glad I didn't hit you? <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Why not be? Beat-